that even. Mountain waiting. There's there's one there. Mountain waiting. Yep. What else do we see of kind of like the beginnings of Joshua, the other place that he's also mentioned? Joshua, son of Nun. Yep. Okay, Tim. So, well, right, we see Joshua attend, at being an attendant to Moses, which is, which is one place that we see him. He's in the ministry. We see him show up as kind of close to God or wanting to be. Another big thing that you might see is Joshua's, the first mention of Joshua. Maybe um, recall story. I'm giving you a visual. I, I hear holding up of Moses' hands. What, who, what was happening when we were holding up Moses' hand? Louder to my right. Loud. A battle with the Malachites. And who was, who was fighting? Who was commanded to go fight or lead? Joshua. So we see him here. Uh, in that first battle with the Malachites, we see him attending Moses. Um, uh, how old do you think Joshua was uh, when he's attending Moses, roughly? Or where do you think he was born? Think of time, place. Ah, Egypt, right? He was a young man. And this isn't, it's not a, a you know, it's not, um, you have to do a little deduction of when they left and when we see Joshua being mentioned. But if you piece together numbers in Deuteronomy uh, and some in, in, uh, in Joshua itself where he talks about his, his age, he's paired up a bit with Caleb, right? And he is one of the spies, of course, with, with Caleb, uh, one of the spies. And... Uh, we can see that right about the time of being a spy, he's between 30 and 40 years old, right? Somewhere in that range. And that's a good, that's a good place, you know, to put him as far as a, an age-wise. But something you don't think of often is that this is, this is the Joshua who was born in captivity in Egypt and was part of the Exodus, right? And one thing I'd like you to just think about as we read a few of the... Uh, many of these scriptures, we're going to read them kind of in order and sequence. Don't think ahead of where the character is. So this word by faith, we'll see. We'll see by faith things happen. We have references um, in Hebrews 11, right, of by faith these people did things. And a lot of times we like to jump to the whole story. Of course they did that because look at what happened. But you can't say of course they did that because we don't know what happened. They wouldn't know what happened in their circumstance. So a lot of times when we go after a historical text and we start reading through it, our mind goes to the whole story. Try not to let yourself do that this morning as we read through. So hold yourself a bit and uh, think about what that character would be facing at that moment. Make sense a little bit? Okay, so our beginnings of Joshua we see that uh, born in 
Egypt. He's part of the Israelites who walked on dry ground coming out of the Red Sea. He's the one who saw the dead Egyptians on the shore. He's the one who we see appear close to Moses, which is close to God. We see him in an attendant. He's not just far away. He's actually serving. So we see him as being some, someone who um, you would almost have to think is believing, right? Because there's no reason to serve Moses if this thing wasn't for real. And uh, so you can sort of think of that, those circumstances as we start uh, right in uh, where Moses dies. So Moses is dying at a ripe old age of 120 years old. Aaron, being 123 at this time, he also is going to be passing away. We don't read much about that. But Aaron at the time of, G at, at the time of Egypt was 83, Moses um, 80. So it's kind of, uh, you know, we see this exodus, we see this 40 years, right? You, you recount this. Just trying to give you a place in time. All right. So somebody read for me. Uh, Joshua 1, verses 1 through 9. Oh, there we go. Oh, hold on. Loudly. So everyone can hear. Thank you. Okay, so uh, we see here that Joshua's name now is, um, Joshua's name is Joshua. Um, what was his, 
previous former name? Junior, Moses' assistant. It was something of none, so he's, st he's still the son of none. But uh, Moses himself renames him, right? Do you remember this? Yeah, Hoshua. Yeah, Hoshua. Um, and this is after Caleb and uh, Joshua come back as one of the spies, only, the, only two to give a, a proper report. And uh, this is where Moses renames him to Joshua. Um, any reference to what that name might mean? Savior, salvation, yes. And then, in the, and then, interesting, the Greek translation of that is Jesus. So, you know, uh, you're sort of thinking, you've had, you have a sheet there, by the way, right? So you've got a sheet where you can start, as you have ideas, you can write notes to yourself and then common things. No hint. Um, so, so, so now we see here this commission. This is a, a great commission. This is a passing, of course. Um, how is Moses referred to here in this passage? My servant, right? So Moses, my servant. Um, and you see some, some things, and you, some things that strike me interesting, Moses, my servant, is dead. You know, God doesn't say, Moses, my servant, whom I am raising for eternal salvation in all of time, right? Like, or Moses, who's in purgatory, if there's such a thing. Um, or, or Moses, who's somewhere amongst his fathers, you know, Moses, my servant, is dead. Right? Right. <laughs> Do we have trouble with this? God, God talks to Joshua and says, Moses, my servant, is dead. And he doesn't say, you know, he's, he's amongst the, the, the faithful fathers of whom I'm preserving for eternal life. He, he just says he's dead. Oh, sure. He's calling him to take leadership. But our, our God... Uh, in talking with Joshua, now says, you know, Joshua's dead. I'm sorry, Moses is dead. Um, just any thoughts? Doesn't concern you at all? Tim? Lazarus dead? He's dead. There you go. Okay, Ronnie? He's laying it out. Yep. Yeah, this is the way it is. Joshua, Moses is dead. Now, here's what's going to happen, right? You know, it's good. Um, so he, he then commissions him. So I'm not, I'm not going too far than that. It just it strikes me. Certain things strike me as odd uh, in context of who, what's happening and, and what they're saying at that moment. Okay. So uh, he tells him... Um, Arise, go to the, over this Jordan, you and all this people, into the land that I'm giving to them, to the people of Israel, every place that the sole of your foot will tread upon. I've given you just as I promised 
to Moses. So, just pausing there for a second, what do you think is going through Joshua's mind? John? Yeah, I, I, I like your your point. Is that if if um, I'm going over to the Jordan, Moses isn't. This is a fulfillment. This is kind of why we started a bit in the beginning, where Joshua knows the stories. He's come out of Egypt. He knows what's been kind of commanded. He knows what Moses has been saying. He's been there with the Ten Commandments as they've been delivered destroyed, rewritten, right? He is part of hearing what, what is to happen to this people Israel. He's right there when they're condemned for lack of faith. Like, he walks 40 years with everyone. He is now how old when God commands him this? Between 70 and 80 years old. Now, hey, maybe they, you know, live longer, it's, you know, Historically, 80 was our now 40. Who knows? But um, I, you know, this is this is something where Joshua has probably been praying for, hoping for. Right? I don't think it's necessarily a surprise, uh, but it's a confirmation. And now it's like he's part of prophecy, part of the unfolding of what they've been told, and doing, going back to doing what they thought 40 years ago they were going to do. No man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. Just as I was with Moses, I will be with you. I will not leave you or forsake you. And we have a little conflict in the story we'll read soon about the town of Ai. So if it's true that no man will stand before you, 
um, he's going to have a problem coming down the road. But we're not there yet. Bill, you had a question? I'll give you courage. And they're, they're um, you know, to that courage point, um, just read there in the sense of that, be strong and courageous for you shall cause, for this people to, for you shall cause this people to inherit the land that I swore to your fathers to give them. Only be strong and very courageous. So what is he supposed to be, I'm thinking about this word courageous. Um, what is he supposed to be courageous in? Remember, we don't know. We don't know what's before him. He thinks he's going to have to conquer these people. Are, are the Israelites a fighting uh, tribe? Yeah, <laughs> they fight God all the time. Stiff-necked stiff people. Yeah, right. Like, are they skilled warriors? No, right. They've come out of a land. They've got plenty of loot. Um, probably forty years of of um, aging, but they've got all this stuff. They've don't have any food, they're not farmers, they don't have weapons, really, they're not warriors. Um, so, you know, he knows that this is before him, possibly, uh, and God tells him, you know, be courageous. And I could be, I could be like, oh, okay, I could be courageous if I had, like, a good army, right? I could be courageous if. So, so just your thoughts. Right. Two and a half. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, yeah. So they've already had some battles, they've been, you know, and they've seen the work of the Lord. Mostly, right? That's Bill? Not yet. Not yet. Oh, you're ahead of the story. Hey, don't get ahead of my Sunday school. Here, I gotta give you my outline, Bill, so that you can no. Just just kidding. Just think a bit, like courageous what Right, he repeats and adds the word very, right? Be very courageous, for um, only be strong and very courageous, being careful to do according all the law that Moses, my servant, commanded you. Yeah. 
Right. And that's going to be the hard So any conclusions you can make from that? So here we have the commissioning of Joshua. It's, it's clearly, you know, future stories of what's going to happen. You think it's going to happen. Uh, clearly, that they're unfolding of God's will and conquering all these places. But here, here he stands. He's told um, to do something and encouraged to, to emphatically do it. I've got Moses with these commands. Joshua, be careful to do all that might that I commanded my servant Moses. Um, and he doesn't, he, he says the conclusion already, right? Be careful to follow these things because everywhere that your foot treads, I will give to you. Uh, it's like a, a good setup, um, but what would it tell us, kind of like, what does it tell us to kind of rem to remember or to do about that? Like, if we were told the same thing, what does that look like in our day and age? Steve? You're skipping ahead. I, this, is, this is hard. This is a hard song. You are a hard, stiff-necked people. Just kidding. Just kidding. Okay. Yeah. No, that's the point. And but I also think about um, you know we don't you know Joshua knows that they're going to inhabit this land. He doesn't know what's going to happen. We know that we're sitting in the Harvey Wheeler building. And we don't know what's going to happen. Right. We kind of like we are in um, kind of living. You know, post-resurrection, and not knowing, but with almost the same commands, with the same commands, <laughs> right? So um, it, with that in mind, we, let's fast forward a little bit, because we're going to go through a few stories of Joshua and what happens in the land and, 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 um, and what's going on here. So uh, Joshua 2, 1 through 24, this is a good reader who'd like to read that for me. Mike's got it. Okay. Go for it. Yeah.
Thank you. 